Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula. This is week seven of the NFL season. Here's our spread pick show. We're going to go give you our about five picks each and our lock of the week. Um, we had, you know, uh, half of us did all right and the other half didn't do the best last week, but we're trying to bounce back this week. Um, we start off with the Thursday night football game, Saints at Cardinals. My Saints brutal loss there to the Bengals there with Jamar Chase scoring that long one. Um, you know, it happens. Whole, hey, whole he got me. A, he got me a, in the money on the Millie Maker, so I'm not too mad about it. Nick, Nick, and is in the money. Just, just as long as he's in the money. As long as I'm in the money. <laughs> Positive. All right. Well, uh, we have a few picks uh, here, so we'll start off. Uh, Corey, what do you got? Yeah, so both these teams aren't doing very well at the moment. Um, Defensive-wise, the Saints are still pretty banged up um, from the past couple of weeks. Lattimore is probably out again. Uh, Cardinals get a little bit better this week with D-Hop coming back. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, yeah he's back. Yeah. yeah, so he's back. We'll see how he performs. Um, the Cardinals' offense has looked not good as well. Um, but you know, getting a piece like that is a pitiable point of their offense. So I think with that, well, and they get the the crybaby Robbie Anderson on their team as well. I, I don't, don't know. Even, how, do you think he plays that much? I, I don't think he I I, I really I don't. think they're just gonna use like a mix of Hopkins as their wide receiver one because he's like obviously healthy, good to go. Rondo yeah. Moore, I think, is gonna be heavily involved and then I think honestly, someone like Greg Dorch could even be ahead of Anderson at this point. Yeah, no, I I don't think he's gonna be involved, but I, I was just mentioning that. Um, but so I will say the um I, I'm not taking a side on this because I think both teams suck right now. Um again, with Saints still not being very healthy and there's a lot of question marks on that side. Um, I'm actually gonna take the over in this. Uh the over's gone five to seven last uh Saints games. Um and I know the Cardinals are usually an under team, but for some reason, I th- this offense has to get going uh, for the Cardinals uh, to save a lot of people's jobs. Um, and their defense isn't anything great right now. So I see points being scored and the over right now is what, 44 and a half. Yeah, I'll take the over. Maybe we'll actually see multiple touchdowns in a Thursday night game this year. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. Um, so well, I'll go next. Then Nick. Um has a pick mine's just a teaser so you can get the saints the saints have played you know some they're they're they've been in every game and then a lot of the times whether they're down early then they have to march back they're like in nearly every game and then they've kind of blown it at the end a few times but they've stayed in almost every game and so i'm going to take the saints plus seven and a half against the cardinals who you know we car the saints should have olave back which he does have a t- tough matchup against that Cardinals corner. Um, but the team is still overall good enough, I think, to keep this close. Um, I am worried, that actually, that the Saints will lose this. Um, just we're so beat up. And, like, if Dalton plays again, and then, you know, Landry's out, Thomas is out, uh, Lattimore's big, like, Hopkins really could just, feast against our secondary but we'll see i think we can definitely keep it close um and yeah hopefully we do get an entertaining thursday night football game for once nick what pick do you got here 
this is my lock of the week. Go birds, go. I think that might be the Eagles thing, but uh, we're cheering for the Cardinals here. So they're also birds. Um, I, you know, I think the story here is going to be the Cardinals defense. They, uh, I think we saw a stat come out like Byron Murphy, like you were saying, that corner has held pretty much every great receiver in the league, including Justin Jefferson. And Cooper. Yards. So, yeah. So um, if, you know, Olave is the only good wide receiver the Saints are rolling out, uh, it's going to be a game dependent on Kamara. And uh, they have some fast linebackers. So. It'll be the, the way yeah. Saints win this is defense makes some big plays, which we could. Kyler has looked pretty awful at times. Then it would be Taysom, Kamara, and then there was like one of like Trey Quan or Callaway has a big game. Like that's our path to victory. That's yeah. it. Thanks for kind of teeing this up. If uh, that's your offense, I'm going to go with the other side because I like DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, uh, a little bit better than Taysom Hill. So call me crazy, but uh, I think that's a little bit more firepower for us on the side of the Cardinals. So uh, this game at a pick I'm going to take uh, minus one and roll with the birds. All right. Moving on to the early games on Sunday. We have the Falcons at the Bengals. I'm the only one with a pick from this game, and it is my lock of the week. The Bengals, you know, against the Saints, everyone was thinking, are they are they bad? Are they good? Like, what's going on here? And then, of course, they come alive. Chase has two touchdowns, like 150 yards. The Bengals are an elite team in this league. And the Falcons are frauds. They're the Panthers from last year when everyone was like, oh, maybe the Panthers are good. No, it's just another team in this division that sucks. They're 6-0 against the spread. That's coming to an end against the Bengals at home. Look for another. I think A.J. Terrell's banged up. Um, He might be out. Chase is going to feast again on the secondary. And Burrow is going to look like an elite quarterback which he is so Bengals minus six i think they win by 10 plus the falcons are frauds <laughs> i think i think their offense is actually pretty good considering the usage of what is supposed to be a superstar kyle pitts he's not really been in the mix and they've actually done pretty well considering um pretty much everyone counted them out this year so and you um, can count them out I'm not betting on it because, yeah, I mean. Their defense is slightly underrated. Like that, and I've kind of said that, like, yeah, their their defense is slightly underrated, but their offense, I think, is still sucks. It's very fraudulent. Um, And this this line, this is, when Sunday comes, you're going to see this is just the easiest pick of the week. Call the IRS. They're a bunch of fraudsters. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, next game, we have the Packers going into the uh, Washington to take on the Commanders coming off of their bye. You know, this is how we were. I was kind of talking with Nick and Alex about this before the show. This seems like a fishy line because it's like Packers minus five and a half against this team. But Wentz was injured halfway through the week. So their game plan, you know, leading up to this game for a week was still involving Wentz and now he's out and they shift over to Heineke. And so now like this line does seem pretty good in favor of the Packers. <laughs> so who, who wants to go first here? Cause I think you all three have picks here. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll go first here. I like the Packers in this one. We're at a point where rookies are stealing cheese heads on the field and pretty much walking all over the Packers' name. Lambeau's kind of losing its uh, luck. It's not looking good for the Packers. I think we got a bet on a bounce-back spot here. Hopefully uh, Aaron Rodgers channels that inner ayahuasca and finds his uh, you know, clear head again because it's, it's clearly not good out there. I mean – Losing to a, a Jets team, he's, you know, I think only put up maybe 250 yards at most all season. So um, he's got to figure that out. I mean, this guy's reigning MVP. And uh, we saw his team in the NFC Championship last year. So, like, they're going to have to turn it around. And I think backup quarterback, the defense is is going to have to step up and make some big plays. So for that reason, I'm, I'm betting on the Packers bounce back here. This is where they kick it into that second gear and make their playoff run because they got to turn it around now or never. Yeah, and to add to that, I think the Packers defense is where we're going to see the biggest change. Um, they are a t- they are a team that needs to play with a lead. They take chances. They go after interceptions and force fumbles and all that. And and when they have a lead, if they let up a big play like that, uh, they can they can rely on Rodgers and that offense to to keep that lead. And they just. They haven't had that this season, but I think against a suspect and uh, fraudulent um, Washington <laughs> commander secondary uh, that they'll have this uh, this lead and, and an opportunity to play with play ahead. Yeah, I'm on I'm on the same side. Um, Packers have been on my cards the last two weeks and they lost me money the last two weeks. Um, I think I gave the stat um, and Rogers what 144. Well, now he's one forty four seventy eight and one after coming off of a loss. Um, I mean, I still that's still an insane stat. I'm still going to ride with it. Packers um, are eight and three straight up the last eleven against the Commanders, um, and the Commanders are one and four ATS the last five. Um, this game, yes, it is in the Washington. Uh, yeah, it's in DC. Um, but again, even with Heineke, I mean Heineke probably brings a little bit more explosive um, plays to the commanders, but their defense still without Chase Young. Um, I, I, I just, I, I don't see where, you know, they're going to, how they're going to stop the Packers. I mean, yes, Packers offenses look bad, um, but they played decent defenses the last couple of weeks. Well, I didn't think the Giants nor Jets were real, but might have to be uh, biting my tongue on that one. But again, it's Aaron Rodgers, reigning MVP, He's going to put put together. They have the offense. They have the weapons. They have the running game. Um, and I, I honestly think this is a, a blow, a blowout by. I think they win by at least by two touchdowns in this game. I just again, also, I don't see where Washington puts up points. So, give me the Packers minus five and a half here. I think if you asked all four of us last week what the opening line of this matchup was going to be, yeah, I think we'd all say at least a touchdown. So, and that's even with that's with Wentz probably even yes. too. Yes. So uh, feeling pretty good about minus five and a half with Heineke getting his first start of the year. Yeah. I think, yeah, this line will probably move. Uh, I like the pick. All right. Moving on. We have the Giants going to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Giants have surprised a lot of people this year. They're sitting at five and one. Um, G-men are back. Yeah. And, you know, they've, they were one of my favorite overbets that were both these teams actually were the Jags 
aren't doing as well as the Giants, but I like the overs on both. Dable is such a difference maker. Like he, he's aggressive, like aggressive and managing the game in the right in the right yeah. areas, right? Like, like not just, even that that play by Saquon at the end to just yeah. slide right after the first down, like things like little things like that. Smart that, football, smart yeah. football. Yeah, that's when and. So yeah, they're going in to play the Jags. Um, we'll start with uh, Corey on this game. Yeah, I think we got a um, a decent idea. Um, the Jags, who 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 they are. Um, they, I'm not gonna lie, they've gotten better. Um, both these teams have gotten significantly better from last year. Um, but it's still, I, I, I don't know. The Jags are the Jags, in my opinion, and I've watched them for years and years being the AFC South and um, last week, literally letting, if you go back to, I know it's two separate teams here, Giants and Colts, but going back to the second week um, when the Jaguars blanketed the Colts 24, nothing, they got pressure all up and down the field on Matt Ryan past week. They got zero pressure on Matt Ryan, no sacks. Um, He was maybe hurried once or twice, um, but you saw the formula to beat the Jaguars. It's, quick passes across the middle. Um, don't You don't have to throw any deep balls against them. Their linebacking court is not doing well right now. Um, and the Giants have the weapons to make this happen. Um, I, I think they're getting a little bit healthier um, uh, by the time this game comes out. Um, you know, Kenny Galladay is still questionable. Obviously, he hasn't really done much this year. But um, Tony still questionable. He hasn't really played out all this year. But if they can get some of these weapons back, um, I think this is going to create a huge issue for the uh, – the, Jag- the Jaguars defense um, and the uh, the Giants against our 5-1 ATS um, in the last six games and the Jaguars are 3-11 ATS in the last 14. Um, I just like this spot. Giants are trending in the right direction. Um, and I think that, you know, we see what the Jags really are again for the second week in a row. Not a good football team. Nick? Yeah, I'm on the same side as you, Corey. I mean, the thing that I, I'm most excited to watch is uh, K- Kayvon Thibodeau, or uh, however you say that, Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Um, He's starting to break out a little bit. I mean, this was a consensus number one pick throughout pretty much all of college football last year up until the draft. Um, We see the Giants go and sneak him and Evan Neal. They've really strengthened their, you know, their trenches. So I like this hard-nosed football team that the Giants have been rolling out. They're playing a team game. And – Jacksonville's in a tough spot. They they've allowed, I think, the ninth most sacks in the league this year. That D line looks pretty mean for the G Men. So I think that's going to be the story in this one, where uh, Giants get get the win, and I'll take some points just so for some extra insurance there. I will also add to this. Um, have you guys before last week um, not being Colts fan ever hear of Deion Jackson? Never. Yeah, exactly. And who do the Giants have? Saquon Barkley was Saquon to do catches the ball very well in the backfield and runs the ball extremely well. Um, the, I mean, this is like I said, formerly be the Jags, dump it off to your best uh, running back out of the backfield, <laughs> and just let him eat. Then it was more fun with Saquon playing like Saquon again. I'll tell you that. All right, so I'm going to be on the Jaguars minus three this week, and. The Jaguars have come out in the first half of games looking great. So I, you know, they, if they could just put together a full game, people 
like I know it's just saying if, but they would be looked at as possibly like a Giants team right now. Or what's the other five and one team that um, the Jets? The like or they're like four and two though, right? Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, but a team like the Jets or the Giants, this Jags team would be looking just like them. A few things they had a fourteen point lead against the Eagles in the first half, which everyone would consider. I know they blew it in the second half. I actually was looking to see if you could bet a first half uh, spread against the Giants because the Giants have been like a bottom three team in the first half while the Jags have been one of the best and, but they have the line they're aware of that and they have the line. at still Jags minus three. Um, so you can't bet that, but the Jaguars are a much better team than I still think people believe, you know, they have some good corners that can't was it Ty Tyson Campbell or something. I think it, Corey, you played him. What's his name? Oh, the guy that the best receiver in the game beat last week for a touchdown. Okay, it took Matt Ryan sixty pass attempts to get to to win this game. Okay, the, Daniel was, Jones, Daniel was, Jones with Marcus. <laughs> I mean, you saw how they beat him. He threw the okay, ball but but like two times. Okay, Alec Pierce and Pittman are better than Marcus Johnson. I I think as the Giants get healthier later in the season, when Wandell gets you know, more acclimated with the offense and Kadarius Tony comes back, like they could really start to ramp it up. But at this point, like uh, in this Island game, the Giants going in uh, to play against the Jags, like I think the Jags, you know, win like a, a seven point game here. Like I, I don't, I do not see it. This is like a classic letdown spot after a team's kind of overperformed the first six weeks. And this is a letdown spot in the Jaguars. Uh, are you worried at all about uh, – I mean, their defense looks definitely better than last year, but they just lost uh, Clavon Chason, who's a pretty fast guy out of LSU, blew his knee out for the year. He's done. And I think they're also missing uh, Fadu Kasi, who's a D lineman. He's a pretty big guy, run stuffer. So, Those are some fun names to say. <laughs> yeah, but, but these are, you know, kind of core pieces to that defense that have, you know, kind of helped apply some pressure and stop the run. Uh, that we're not going to see out there this week. So you worried about that against Saquon? I mean, I think they're going to – all they have to do to win this game is stack the box. Like, I do not believe that the – you know, I think Daniel Jones has improved and he's he's looked a bit better, but I don't think Daniel Jones with his receiver core is going to beat this Jacksonville um, defense. And I think all they have to do is stack the box this game. That's the, That needs to be their game plan and they should win. So, yeah, Jags minus three. Um, next, we have the Colts going to play the Titans coming off of their bye. They lost seven, right? They lost by seven the last time they played in Indy? Yeah. Okay. No, the Titans won. Yeah, the Titans won by yeah. seven in Indy. So now it, we don't know. Is Corey, you're the Colts guy. Is, uh, you know, Shaq Leonard, Taylor, like who's all coming back or – they're expected to. Um, Taylor should be expected to come back this week. Um, he was in line to play all last week until uh, Saturday. So he's definitely healthy. Obviously, they they liked what they had in Deion Jackson backing him up, and the game plan was focused around exactly what they did last week against the Jaguars. Um, yeah, the Titans are still – okay, the Titans are 
every single year, the Colts and Titans trade games back and forth. And this is a great spot again. Titans defense is not good. And I think the Colts have finally figured out their offensive line. Um, finally figured out the right pieces. Matt Ryan. No actually, yeah, he actually looked like a quarterback that we've seen in the past. If he has time, he can make good, smart decisions with the ball. He didn't fumble. Um, didn't throw an interception. You know, he, yes, he threw the ball up shit ton of times um but like i said there weren't they weren't deep balls um they're all dink and dumps like letting your players do what you need to do um after the catch and then no he still has it where you know to make a play at the end of the game which he did um you know through that deep ball to alec pierce perfect pass let your receiver go up and get it um so i like the colts here um plus two and a half this is actually my lock of the week um Unfortunately, this week I did not have enough time to come up with a rhyme. Um, you know, I'm 2-0 with these picks, so give me the boys in blue uh, to cover the sign this week. Uh, plus 2.5, I think it's a good spot. Uh, Colts are getting better, and I just don't see the Titans getting any better. So, also, I will say, throw some stats behind that, just because, you know, we are a betting show. Um, you know, we have to give some reasonable stats. Uh, Colts are eight and two straight up in their last 10 games when playing on the road in Tennessee. So the Colts do very well there in, um, in the past. And I think that continues over this week. Um, yeah. And give us first place in that division. I bet a lot of people didn't expect me, you know, be saying that after the start we had, but here we are, baby taking the division all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love the optimism, Corey. Good luck. Maybe who's whatever Colts or Saints right now? Yeah, Colts. Okay. <laughs> uh, my my pick to pair with the Saints plus seven and a half teaser was the Colts plus eight and a half against the Titans. Uh, these two divisional game, these you know last time it was a seven point game, uh, and I think the Colts can keep this close with the Titans. I think the Titans are terrible. Uh, so yeah. Colts plus eight and a half to pair with the Saints seven and a half. Yeah, and I like the over in this game at 43 and a half. Uh, this is the second time that these teams are playing each other in four weeks. Uh, the Titans are coming off of a bye, so it's the second time that they've played the Colts in three weeks, which is scares me a little bit on the Colts line there, but uh, I think the over in this at 43 and a half is too low, just given that the matchup is literally less than a month old. Um, and the Titans are coming off a bye. Yeah. Okay. First of all, schedulers of the NFL, what are we doing here? Yeah, that wasn't great. I mean, yeah, you play them and then you play another team, then you're invited and they play the Colts again. I mean, come on. That's not a good setup for the Colts. No. Plus, I mean, I will say the Colts are one of the top run, rush defenses in the league at the moment. Um, last time playing Stairkanner, he did go off on us. He had, I think, 100 yards in touchdown, but, you know, Colts are healthy. We should be uh we should be looking good. So Rhodes, all right. Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> yep. Uh, keep those hopes high, Corey. Good value next, right now. Next game we have the Browns going to play the Ravens. Um, our divisional game here. Uh what do you got, Nick? Divisional games are always close, uh, especially with the Ravens. It's always back and forth. Uh no matter who has the better team, I think just Stefanski and Harbaugh kind of always go at it. Uh, they both got each other's numbers. So for that reason, I'm taking the points and my boys in orange for once. Um, 
I think it's going to be a close game. I think we might actually sneak out with a win. Uh, Ravens offensive line is a little beat up, and that's uh, music to my ears for my man, Miles Garrett. And uh, we should get Jadavion Clowney back this week. So we got the dynamic duo back in action. Uh, Lamar's always on the run from those guys. So, um, you know, hopefully our, our linebacking core, we get uh, Mark Andrews locked up and, and they're going to be pretty screwed. So I think the Browns get a nice dub this week and uh, I'll take some more points. Do we do we honestly see the true colors of Lamar Jackson last week against uh we have I he's terrible against the late fumble. <laughs> that's why I was shocked when they beat the Dolphins because the Dolphins blitz at such a higher rate and he did well, but he's always been terrible against the blitz in the last three games. Been good this year, kind of shown. What previous years until this year he has been bad against the blitz. He actually oh no, he's still bad this year after the last three games. Up until the Giants, he was doing well against the Blitz. No, I'm pretty sure even before the Giants, he was doing bad. No. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, when it came down to it, like, they needed a drive out of him, and he made a bonehead play throwing to a fullback, Picard. I mean, I, does he deserve the money? I don't know. I mean, he, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> okay yeah what do we got here that was it from that game we have the chiefs going to play the 49ers alex looks like you got a pick for yep. this game yep i'm grabbing chiefs minus three before this gets through the key number um the 49ers are still very banged up on defense and the chiefs obviously played a tough game against the super bowl favorite bills um and had a chance at the end there Pretty uncharacteristical interception uh, with the game on the line for Mahomes, but I still th- think that they look. I still think they looked pretty good against the Super Bowl favorites. Again, um, little number behind this: uh, Mahomes is thirteen two and one ATS with spreads of three and a half or less. Um, and I think with the way that if the 49ers were completely healthy, I would not be betting the Chiefs this game. But I don't think that they're going to have uh, a lot of their key starters still this week. And I think that that's the difference for the Chiefs. Also, the 49ers offense looked not very good last week. Yeah, not Bad. great. Not great. And He's the, kind of right back to himself. And the Chiefs at least defense. George Kittle know. played like a receiver. Yeah. I mean, that was nice. Yeah. yeah saying, almost like they have game plans for him, like I've said. 15-point ceiling. I don't know if that's very good. That's not a ceiling. That's his that's just a game that he had. I don't I don't think you know. Best one all year. <laughs> all right, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Next, we got the Jets going in to play the Broncos. Oh man. Broncos have been possibly one of the biggest disappointments. Probably the biggest disappointment of the year, I would say. I don't know. Saints should probably up there. Well, that's... no, they, they didn't have much of an expectation. Ah, Broncos right. was like, these well, guys no, can compete. But when you claim someone's next Peyton Manning, yeah, uh... no, they've been a letdown for me, but it's he's been injured. Like, he hasn't, he's had, you know, three, three, two or three games. So, like, I'm just wait till he's back. Just wait Peyton till Manning he never got injured. Okay. <laughs> we got Jets going to play the Broncos. Um, Steroids. Uh, oh no they were his wives sorry my bad 
I'm trying to think who has picks in this game. Nick? I think me and you, we're playing the same side on this one, which makes me feel extra confident. Okay. Um, if the Broncos coach can't figure it out with, like, the amount of talent he has, I think John Elway is going to be on the field next week. So, um, <laughs> they got fi- like, to figure it out. They have so many good players on both sides of the ball. Like, the, they have some of the best receivers in the league. Their edge rushers are amazing. Some of the best corners, like, they got to start to put it together at some point. I think maybe against an overhyped Jets team who snuck away with a couple easy victories, a couple last-minute victories, um, I think has kind of pushed this line down. So it's near a pick uh, I hope Russ can finally start cooking with fire and uh, put something together, maybe play Melvin Gordon. There's a crazy thought, but, uh, you know. Um, why is playing melvin gordon good because it's better than latavius murray and mike boone i mean dude melvin gordon has been the reason they've lost i think two of their games he fumbles like every single game he's had some bad mistakes for sure uh no arguing the fumbles but um he's still a better talent like he's probably gonna do better than latavius murray like three yard little runs so I don't know. They, they're going to have to figure something out because whatever they're doing just isn't working. But so for some reason, I'm betting for them this week. <laughs> yeah, Nick just went on a whole rant on why. Just the... destroying them. And then, Mainly, yeah, you know, I'm not even going to get into it. I was all fired up last night during Monday no, Night Football. The, so. here's, here's why the Broncos have picked. The Broncos have one of the best defenses in the entire league. They've shown it every single week. Like, they've played so many close games that could, like, just have flipped the other way and their record be a lot different. Like this team is much better than I think their record shows, you know, they were my, they were one of my locks the last week and they did barely cover against the chargers, but they did. And I think against the jets who I believe in the jets, like I actually more so their defense right now than their offense. I think their offense is probably a little bit below average, um, but their defense is legit. Um, but, you know, it's funny, I, I'm hyping up both these defenses, but I'm also, so in addition to the, taking the Broncos minus one and a half, I do think the over-under at 39 and a half is a bit too low, but I didn't want to take that over, so I teased it down to 33 and a half, you know, 20, 24 to four, 24 to 10 in this, this, you know, you win. Like, and I think that could be the score of this game, like Broncos 24, Jets 10. And I thought I, so I love the over uh, 33 and a half. And I'm teasing that with the Bucks Panthers over 34 and a half, which I also thought that line was a bit too low. I do think at some point the Bucks are going to have a big game, whether their defense just scores a lot of points or Brady comes alive for one game again this season because he looks absolutely terrible. Um, and yeah, the Panthers, I don't, who, who is the, are the Panthers trying out Baker again? I'm not sure. Sam Darnold coming off IR. Yeah. So PJ Walker got the start last week. It's it's right. And to me, they're all all three of those guys are pretty much interchangeable. So whoever it's out there, I don't think that really matters. Um, I just think that game's going to go over 34 and a half points. Uh, Um, I will say, uh, I think the Broncos locker room is absolutely divided right now. I think there's a lot of people who are, 
pissed, including Melvin Gordon. Uh, we saw the picture of Melvin Gordon, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy looked pissed. He's like, I didn't have this. He's like, this is G-Lock 2.0. I mean, I, I I don't know. I, I really don't. Ross looks so good in the first half. Like, exactly. And then they can they gain negative 13 yards in the second half. You keep it's touting like all of these these teams that have great first halves. Like you gotta, you gotta play the second half. I get it, but to me, it's like okay, if you're, I I get that you know you can, but to me, like if you can play great first half, like that means you have the potential to play a great full game. It's just you haven't like tapped into that for some reason yet. But I think teams like the Jaguars and the Broncos are capable of that. So that's why the coaching at that point. Right, you're not making second half adjustments, or the second half adjustments that you're facing are better off than what you're putting on the field. I mean, also, Ravens are another team where like they've put together great first halves and they can't put together a fourth quarter, and it's killed them. It killed them against the Giants. I mean, yeah, they've lost a lot of games late. uh, Sorry, Corey, keep cutting you off. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um, I like your I like your point there. I mean, you're right. You have to finish the game off. It doesn't matter what you do in the first quarter. I mean, for God's sake, the Colts are losing every first quarter, and somehow, you know, they end up winning games here. But I will say, um, I heard something today is like if Russell Wilson was still a good quarterback, would the Seahawks gotten rid of him? I mean, seriously, if he if he's if he's the potential Hall of Famer that everyone touts him as, like, would yeah. the Seahawks gotten rid of him? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. He was He's, asking for a trade for two years. Yeah. Like he, it, I, it, it had to end I, at some point. Well, I'm just saying, like uh, it's highway robbery right now at this point with what the Seahawks have got from the Broncos because, and how uh, good Geno uh, Smith has looked. <laughs> Speaking Gino's of, great lead into the next game. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, give me. Let's go, Alex. Start this one off. <laughs> yeah. So Seahawks add Chargers. Uh, Chargers minus six and a half over under fifty one. Give me the over. Uh, both of these offenses are explosive, and both of these defenses currently, the Chargers when healthy are a good defense, but are extremely banged up right now. Um, and you know these are both top ten offenses in my mind right now, and I don't. I don't care what you say about the Seahawks. They shouldn't be, but they have been through six weeks. And I'm going to keep playing that until they show me that they can't. Yes, they're off a down game against the Cardinals, but still put up 19, still won that game. And uh, I think that a banged up Chargers defense is, it's going to, the the Seahawks are going to put up points and the Chargers are going to have to keep their, their rate of play high, which they always do. Um, so I like the over here at 51. And yeah. we see a breakout from Kung Fu Kenny. So there you go. I mean, Seahawks looking up. Uh, when is Joey Bosa coming back though? Because I've been waiting to see him and Khalil Mack as like a dynamic duo for quite some time now. I don't know. Both of the Bosa brothers always got those nagging like hamstring, wow. groin, calf, whatever you know injuries that seems like they should miss a game or two, and it ends up being like four or five. So, yeah, someone's got to teach those boys game. to stretch. Um, yeah, so I can't be pulling hammies every day. Um, <laughs> I am taking the Chargers minus six and a half. Um, Chargers have a good defense. Alex did say they are banged up and they are yep. missing Bosa. Um, they still have Khalil Mack on the field. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's at six or seven sacks already this year. Um, he's a game changer. Um, the Seahawks offense, yes, they have explosive pieces, but against 
decent defenses, Geno Smith kind of just disappears. Um, he did last week. I mean, the Cardinals don't have any, a great defense, and he couldn't get anything going. I know Kung Fu Kenny kind of took the the spotlight there and had a decent game, but I, I I'm I'm not a Geno believer. He's been in the league. I've said it numerous times. He's been in the league for ten eight years. He, he's not a good quarterback. He's doing well right now. Kudos to him. Um, but it just this is gonna crashing down very quickly. Um, and I think this will be the start of it. Um, Chargers are getting healthier on the offense side. Keenan Allen should be back. That's a huge, huge piece for that offense. Um, people just can't spy Mike Williams now. Uh, you have Keenan Allen on the other side. Um, Palmer played well last night. He's gonna be a great slot receiver for them. Or you they, they're just they have so many weapons. Um, and I and I think that this is this is the spot where we actually see the Chargers who came in as one of the Super Bowl favorites um this year. I think this is where we see um, you know, that come to fruition because I, I think they are a good team. I think they are a very good team. They're good good pieces. Play calling and you know, some offensive decisions need to be cleaned up. Um, but I think this is a spot. Give me the Chargers minus six and a half probably take them alternate spread to nine and a half. I think they went by 10 at least. Uh, yeah, dude. I think Herbert throw for like 404. Yeah. This game, like against the Seahawks. Like, good, great. And the Chargers have been one of the worst run defenses, which is crazy how the Broncos didn't really take advantage of that. But yeah, uh, Kenneth Walker could really take advantage of that. So give me points, 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 points. <laughs> That, uh, I I took I took the biggest points games last week and I mean the unders are just hitting at an unprecedented clip right now. Oh, what I also heard another stat today, like 2019 or 2020, 2021 through six weeks of football, there was like 400 and some 450 touchdowns at least. Um, it's like 100 was, less this year through six, or, right? Yeah, like 306 or something like that for the yeah. first six weeks. It's insane. Yep. Yeah. Last game. <laughs> okay. Monday night football. Who is the schedule maker? The, <laughs> the Broncos have seven primetime games. Okay, listen. The, because they thought the Broncos would be like a, a, a Chiefs-level team. Okay. Alex, explain this to me then. What? Explain. Yeah, this is this is a sad lock of the week. This is a sad one. This is not going to be fun to to deliver. But uh, Patriots minus seven and a half over lock of the week over the Bears. <laughs> lock of the week. It hurts to say, but sometimes you just got to bend the knee. Uh, Belichick has put on a masterclass in back-to-back weeks. Shut out the Lions, who at the time I think were the number one offense in the league, and then just dismantled the Browns 38-15. to Bailey Zappi threw for over 300, two TDs, no interceptions. And I don't care who's at any of these positions. If Bill Belichick is coaching against the Chicago Bears, I'm going to take Bill Belichick against the Bears. So it's a I'm sad lock of the week. Their defense looked so good last week against the Browns. We just could not do anything. I shut down Nick Chubb. Like nobody shuts down Nick Chubb, and Bill Belichick shut down Nick Chubb. He's that, putting so, on. That's what the Patriots stuff. have always done, though. Like Bill Belichick, if you 
always just look, he takes away your number one weapon. And that's been always his scheme. He'll shut down your best weapon. And he did that against the, the Browns. So maybe the Bears have a chance here because they don't really have <laughs> yeah. a, no one to shut down. Yeah. So you might be onto something there, PB. No, that that's been his Damn always it. been his game plan. <laughs> he tries that to take away your number one again. Weapon. <laughs> I don't know. They got a couple corners that are like named the same thing. I think it's like Jackson. Uh, they have two corners named Jackson who are both elite. And the whole game, I thought it was the same guy. I'm like, this guy's the next Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> this dude is he's, everywhere. He's completely everywhere. Like, JC Jackson's been in the league. No, he's, no, no, he's on the Chargers. He went, yeah, he's, yeah, on, the he's Chargers. on the Chargers now. They've drafted another guy, like third rounder out of Heard. somewhere just to replace him. Um, but they're really good cornerbacks so yeah uh, i mean belichick just absolute mastermind i don't it doesn't it he he shows it time and time again it doesn't really matter who's out there on the defensive side of the ball the patriots put together a solid team and the bears don't have an offense right now i mean justin fields has looked better in these last two weeks um has has used his legs really well the last two weeks and has has use them in opportune spots, right? With the game on the line, you know, these fourth quarter drives, picking up big chunks of yards. But I just, you know, I I, I foresee another Lions type of game where like the Bears get the ball over the 50, maybe twice all game, <laughs> put up like six to 10 points. And Can't wait for that showdown slate. That's going to be ugly. It's going to be the ugliest showdown slate. There should be a poll Patriots defense. NFL fans should be able to vote on week to week, being like, hey, here are the games. Um why so the Cowboys 49 Monday night? Yeah. It'd be the Cowboys. I would not get it at you'd have to like cap it or something. Yeah, I mean because they already get like yeah. I mean I understand it's like Justin Fields and he has like this name behind him, like you know, a hype name and I mean, the Bears, the Bears dwindling quickly. Yeah. Bears are a big draw, regardless of who's on the field. No, I know. Big market. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't disagree. As you know, I don't disagree. (laughs) Yeah. All right. uh, Looking at all the games, there's a lot, it seems like a lot of lower over unders besides that, you know, that Seahawks game. Like a lot of the games are like low 40s. The market's adjusting. I mean, yeah. So honestly, this 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 could be a week where you blindly just bet every over, and just you just you know get a little more than half right, you make a little money. That's hey, I I might throw a uh, what was it, a dime a dozen Nick parlay. I don't know about taking every over. Parlay all over. So I've I've gone the over for the alternate spread two weeks in a row, and it's busted. So I'm only one for three on it. Probably going to retire the uh, strategy. So, good idea. Wise. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that'll do it for week seven. We'll be back uh, tomorrow, the next day, for our week seven DraftKings DFS show. Thank you for watching.